going to have prayer first because the reading would be kind of lengthy and after prayer, then you can immediately sit down. Amen. Amen. So let's go before the throne of God. Let's go before the throne of God with our hearts, not with our lips. Let's give God your mind today. Because oh, I believe it's some word for you this morning. Amen. Oh, with heads bowed, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank and praise you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord God, because it is just another day that you have blessed us. It's another day, Lord God, that you have allowed us to come to the house of God. Lord God, to read you of your word, O oh Lord God, uh, that it may get down on the inside and cause, Lord God, a change on the outside. God, we pray for thy anointing in the house today, O oh Lord. Uh, God, we pray thy very presence, O oh Lord God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, make all flesh stand still, God, that you may have the right of way. God, give us a mind, O oh God, uh, to hear the word of God. Uh, bless it, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, bless, Lord God, the sanctuary, Lord. Uh, oh, God, bless, Lord God, the angel of this flock, Lord. Uh, God, we pray thou blessing upon thy people, O oh God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, we pray that thou be healed, O oh God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, heal the mind and the ears and the heart, God, uh, that they may serve you, Lord. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Let everybody say amen. You may be seated. If you would, go to the book of Luke. Chapter 15, verses 11 through 21. Then we're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 11. have Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 21 said praise the Lord pages of the flipping let's begin reading at the 11th verse and he said a certain man had two sons the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fell at me, and divide unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey unto a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, 
there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would faint have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he had came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. And I will rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son, make me as one of the hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. When he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell upon his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and no more worthy to be called thy son. Let us go to Jeremiah chapter 18. When you have found it, say praise the Lord. Let us begin reading at the first verse. And the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my word. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hands of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, said the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hands, O house of Israel. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it. If that nation again whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight, that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. Now therefore go and speak to the men of Judah and the inhabitants and Jerusalem, saying, Thus the Lord, behold, I frame evil against you and devise a device against you, Return ye now every one from his evil ways and make your way and your doings good. Amen. Amen. Subject 
for this morning, and I try not to be before you long. In the hands of God. In the hands of God. Ah, but I got a, I got a subtopic for you too. I need a makeover. I need a makeover. First of all, on Mama's birthday, I told her I'll see her today. And she said, if it be the Lord's will, so she see that the Lord's will is still working. Amen. Amen. I need a makeover. That subtopic was for each individual to take upon themselves, not to look to the person on the left or not to look to the person on the right, but to look straight ahead at God and say, Lord, I need a makeover. We have viewed various shows uh, on TV where individuals declare that they need a change in their appearances. It was some times, it was some things about their appearances that just didn't look right. It just didn't satisfy the eye of the one that was looking upon it. It, it. it could have been their hair, it could have been their dress, uh, it could have even been their makeup, but it just wasn't right. You know how you look at somebody and they just, it's just something about them that just seemed to be out of place. Whatever it was about you, the critics have declared that you didn't look right to them. Uh, the critics didn't look at themselves, but they were looking at you. You are the book that most folks is going to read. Uh, Sometimes we think we're looking good and we pass by others and they start staring and they start whispering and they start laughing because you seem to be outdated. Oh, I know I'm going down straight street. And talking about how dated you are and that outfit, I just don't know where they got it from. Uh, you done seen them kind of folks. Um, uh, whether or not the pants is be too high, uh, uh, the dress is sagging in the back, uh, it just seemed like it don't fit that very person. Sometimes they come straight to the point and say, she or he can fix themselves up better than that. You know y'all done said it. If you are that type of person that, that your appearance is at the utmost importance to you, huh? you will examine yourself. Huh? You will make sure that Everything is in its place. Huh? You would make sure that every color that you got on corresponds with everything that you're wearing. Huh? You don't come out home with a blue suit and pink shoes. Huh? And a black tie. You know you finna get talked about. Huh? So you examine yourself. Uh, your colors must complement each other. Uh, your white must complement your black. 
Huh? Yeah. Yo, 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 blue must compliment your white. Yeah. You make sure that you got everything where it ought to be. And if you got somebody else that's staying in the same house that you stay in, then you ask them, how do I look to you? Do this match up? Is this together? Do I am am I all in place? Huh? Because you are conscious and you're concerned about your appearances to the world. When you step out of your door, you want to be stepping with your head up. You want to be stepping because you know that everything that you got on is in place. That's if you're concerned about your appearance. Now, there are some folks that just don't care. They don't care if one shoe is black and one is brown. They don't care what they got on as long as they got something on. Huh? So, let's take a look at the prodigal son. The prodigal son was in the house of refuge. He was in a safe place. Huh? He was in a safe place that where he didn't have to worry about anything. Uh, but that was not enough action in the house that he stayed in. Have you been in a place to where you your, your provisions was made but because it seemed like the children on the other side of the street was having more fun than you? It just seemed like your house was boring. Ah, but you didn't look at the fact that you wasn't wanting for anything. Ah, you weren't looking at the fact that you had food to eat and clothes to put on your back. Huh? You didn't look at the fact that you didn't have to go out and work a job just to bring your money home, huh? And give it just in order for you to have something to eat. You didn't have to worry about that because mama and daddy took care of that. Am I going down straight street this morning? Uh, so the particle son, he didn't have enough action going on at home. He probably was saying it was boring and it was nothing to do. You know how you young children, young teenagers is. If ain't nothing going on around the house, it's boring. If ain't no action happening on your street, it's boring. You want to go somewhere where the fun is. Huh, you want to go somewhere where everybody's having what y'all call fun. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. But he was just like we are. Today he was too grown and knows what's best for him. How often do we get too grown and think that we know what's best for us? We get to the point that we tell God that we too grown and we know what's best for us. By the way that we treat God and by the way we reverence God and by the way we serve God, we actually telling God that I'm grown. I know what's best for me. So he tells his father, I want what's coming to me right now. Often doing, you know, we allow children to tell us what they want. Lord, have mercy. 
I want this and I, I want that. Uh, and then they get to the point that they almost tell you in a demanding state. Uh, they voice, uh, they voice tell you that they demanding you to give them what they want. I gotta remember back in the day if my voice got a little too high saying to mama what I want in a vocal voice that, that seemed like I was demanding that I got hit with a backhanded lick. Boy, shut your mouth. You know who you talking to? And Lord have mercy, don't allow it to be Miss Diamond Pendleton. She would not only hit you with a backhanded lick, she'd get a stick and almost try to break your back. She said, boy, I'll kill you. You talk to me like that. But children nowadays, they talk to their mama and their daddy the way they feel like it. I don't know about you, but I died mine to raise their voice at me. I whoop that tail and take a break and start all over again. Half of y'all couldn't come up in my house. Oh, Lord have mercy, because I will skin you alive. And I dare you to look like you want to ball your fists up, Cause I done took mine and almost threw them through the fireplace. Cause I didn't play that. Am I going down straight street? Lord, have mercy. So here this particle son telling his daddy, I want what's mine like right now. I want my money. Now, ain't had no job, ain't worked nowhere. Huh? Was still considered to be a child. And he gonna tell his daddy, I want mine. You know, an inheritance is not yours until the inheritor dies. So, in other words, he was going so far as saying, Daddy, hurry up and die, because I got what I want what you got for me. Come on, talk to me, somebody. He probably was demanding to the point that his father stopped arguing with him. You know what? Sometimes we get to the point that we want to argue with God about what we want. We want to argue with God about what we need. Now, God knows what you need. Huh? But sometimes you got to be careful about what you ask for. Huh? Because, see, if you get on God's nerves, God going to give you what you ask for. Huh? And a lot of time it be to your hurt huh? and not your good. In this day and time, we devise new labels for old evil. Huh? We don't call sin, sin no more. We look for a new label to attach on to it. Huh? We got a stack of labels in our pocket when we get ready to sin and make an excuse. We pull up that label. Lord, how much? What my pen? And I just can't. I can't get to it fast enough. We pull up a new label, Lord, how much? And we start giving it a new name. So they don't say that we sinning. Huh? We can come up 
with an excuse for everything we do and label it anything but what it is. Huh? But I'm here to tell you today, it is what it is. You may change it and try to rewrite it, but you cannot change it with God. God says it is what it is. So, this prodigal son, let's talk about him a little bit. What portion is mine? Give it to me. I know what's best for me. He puts a new label on it. He calls it being independent. Huh? Uh, being out on his own. You know how it is when we want to get sassy and think we're grown, then we want to be independent. We want to say, I need to get out on my own. Instead of calling and seeing and saying that I'm disobedient unto my parents. Good time. 
Huh? And because of you got the money, she tells you, you the man. But in actuality, you only last one hat, one uh, uh, round of boxing. One heavyweight match is all the amount of time that you last. A good 15 minutes. And she hollers, you the man, you the man. And because you got the money, you buy in on that mess. Some mess, 
And he thought about all the servants that was in his daddy's house. He wasn't thinking about his brother or his cousin or his nephew or his niece. He was just thinking about the servants that was in his daddy's house. The servants in my daddy's house got plenty to eat. Lord have mercy and I'm about to eat this junk. I'm about to eat this is worse than a hog eat. I'm about to take this husk and put it between my teeth and call it a meal. Lord have mercy. Then he decided to call it what it was. He said, Father, I have sinned. But all the other time he was trying to stick a new label on it. He wanted to put a new label so he could keep on doing what he was doing. He wanted to keep on with the keeping on. But when that label ran out, he had to call it what God called it. Father, I have sinned against thee and against heaven. No matter what you want to call it. Huh? No matter how you look at it. Sin is sin. Lord have mercy. It's a sad thing to see this young generation not caring about their appearances. Y'all have to forgive me. I'm an old man. So I have to get my wind from time to time. That they don't care about their appearances. Boys don't mind looking like little girls. Girls don't mind looking like little boys. But that's okay. That's okay for the world standards. We're not concerned about what the world standards is. Huh? Because we live under a different standards. But it's a double shame when it creeps into the house of the living God. Huh? That's when it becomes a shame. That's when God frowns on it. When there are people that he has pulled out from the world and they decide to go back and look like the world, that's when God gets upset. It's bad. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Y'all excuse me, but I got to come down straight street. It's bad when boys don't mind walking around in public displaying their dirty drawers. Lord have mercy. And it's a shame if you got skid marks. Huh? Then somebody got to walk behind you and smell your butt. Huh? Lord have mercy. Huh? We're going down Straight Street today, huh? Lord have mercy. Huh? I can understand it when it's that baby. Huh? Because, see, she got the cane heifers. Huh? So she ought to drop some in the time she get ready. Huh? But it's a shame you walk around with your butt unclean uh, and thinking that you look cute. If only you can walk behind you sometime uh, and you might see that you just throwed on brake and slid on your butt and everything that was in there showing. 
behind. Huh? And you know what? And the last thing you all want to do is show your behind in the house of God. Sometimes we come in the house of God and the pastor tell us something. We want to show our behind. We want to give him two for one. God ain't pleased with that. You better stop showing your behind in the house of God before you find yourself on your behind. I'm like Elder Hopper. Uh, El District Elder Sammy Turner might not let me up here after the day. <laughs> 